Welcome to everybody to episode 26 of Pleasure Explosion. My name is Nicholas Pryor and I'm joined today by Ashley Hobley. Hey everybody! Dylan Blight. What's up? What's up? How are you going? Jack Cruz. Because I play them too. Oh, for oh, fuck's sake. but I need some time. Hello. John Opeck. <laughs> sure boy. And Thomas Marshall. You were clicking far too quick for that, Jack. Yeah, it's yeah, not, he's not, not you can tell he's not very musically I was seeing the Limp Biscuit cover. I wasn't seeing the original um, that song, still doesn't so, help. Yeah, no, the, that still doesn't help the your beat, beat to beat <laughs> in that, in that, BP. Uh, that doesn't uh, help your BPM at all. You're just taking points away <laughs> from yourself at this point. Hey, Limp Biscuit is a is a very respectable musical group. Nick, why we why would the Jack be singing today? Uh, Jack opening? would be singing today because <laughs> a few weeks ago I posed the question. I wanted everybody's top five personal albums. A hell of a time. question. Yeah, it's fantastic. In order, right? I've struggled from five to one. No, in, in any <laughs> I gave no rules whatsoever, so it could be anything. It's just your top five to you. It's very um, noble of you. Well, thank you. <laughs> okay. I was going to start with uh, Jono, but he decided to disappear. Um, <laughs> For those who don't know, we do use hangouts, and Jono just fucked off. <laughs> and then oh. there were five. Yeah, yeah. This is how the explosion network re- got reduced. Hey, this. Oh, I was almost going to say this is the first time the original six have been all back together for, for the like first time month. in a little while. Yeah, and then Dylan's been avoiding off. the show like the play. There he is, and nothing ever <laughs> happened. And <it> was- <laughs> you can edit all this out, like magic. Please continue. <laughs> it's not happening. Well, he all was right. asking you a question, Jono, and then all of a sudden you weren't there. <laughs> I was hoping that it was, uh, I could just come in and no one would notice that I was gone. The only thing we talked about Sorry. was that you weren't there at all. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I apologise again. Boy. All right, so the way today's going to work is I'm going to get you all to say one album each in turn, and then a little bit about that album, what it means to you, why it's in your top five, your memories with it, so that sort of thing. And then at the end, if we have time, we're going to go to a few honourable mentions. A few. All right. Sounds great. Jono, I'm going to start with you. How oh. hard was it you to create your top five list? Uh, it was pretty difficult. I uh, thankfully had done a similar exercise about six years ago or seven years ago, and my taste hasn't changed very much. So Yeah, lucky that, no new that music's out a lot. come out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No decent music. No, I'm, I'm very... Uh, my musical tastes are very of a certain period of my life and they haven't progressed very much since then. So that helped in some regard. That's fair. Mm. Right. What's your first album list? Is, your, is yours in order, is... by the way? No, definitely no? not. Okay. That would be way too hard. Definitely. <laughs> so the first one that I'm going to talk about is Bleed American by Ooh. Jimmy Eat World, which came out in 2001. Good album. So it's not Good. Time, but, but into that kind of emo music it's something I, I found myself going back to more and more and after seeing jimmy Eat world live in like 2009 or 10 i just it's the it's just an album that i always feel myself wanting to listen to um it's you know it's it's all pop punk and emo but yeah. none of the songs on it sound the same as each other they're party songs there's anthems sad songs there's ones that will get you hyped and it's just a, a great ride to listen to from start to finish and there's no weak link like i think that's something that i look for when uh, I pick 
one of my best albums. It, there can't be like sections of it that I skip through yeah, anytime. That's it. Mm. And uh, it's is just that, sorry. Does that album have the middle on it? It does. Yes. Yeah. Which yeah. is probably that's if I am gonna no, that's a different band. That's Colin. No, that's Milan Colin. <laughs> if I am gonna skip a song, it would be the middle, just because it's something that's really? played on the radio all the time. Yeah. It's like all the small things, you know. It's something that's been played so much in movies and the radio that. I don't hmm. feel like I need to listen to that one as much. Do the middle but... for me for a second. It just hey, takes some time. Don't run myself oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I sang the chorus. Jack sang the first <laughs> verse. So that worked. Out <laughs> I'm pretty sure we sang that in a car on the way to um, on the way to kind of funny life three. Maybe to wing wings. Sounds probably, like yeah. something you two fucks would do. Something yeah. Like anyway, it's, well, it's a, probably it's sang awesome. every song ever yeah. on the way to. <laughs> there's some really cool stuff on there like musical composition different rhythms playing on off beats and there's some cool stereo yeah. effects where like the guitars we're playing in left ear right ear so it's just really well produ- well produced and uh, I think yeah. that adds to it as well now everyone give it a score out of 10 <laughs> 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 I'm writing on my oh, album's no. 10 if this is a real thing <laughs> oh. Blade America no, is a pass that's a great I think album. You, uh, I, I think you argued why that was a good album quite well, John. I give yeah, very descriptive. I'm a little bit nervous about giving mine now. I'm like, I like that the, the song's good. on your top five. Uh, I feel like as a musician, I have to kind of explain why, why things are good. Like, it's one thing to say that something's good, but to actually be able to explain it is a bit of a challenge, I think. So, I like the That's songs. Funny. The songs are good. They make me What's feel good. <laughs> oh, no, you've taken my argument. i America. Okay. Ashley. Yes. I know when I posed a question to you, you were like, I don't have any top albums. So, <laughs> how hard was it Did for he? you? Did I? Yeah, I'm <laughs> probably. Sure did. I didn't have a list prepared or anything, but yeah, it's taken a little while to whittle down a lot of listening to Spotify over the last four weeks or so. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I went in order because I thought that's what we were doing because that's Good man. Adam Good Boy, man. you did well. You, you can do it right. in order. I'll let you. Yeah. So, number five for your me. Fifth or your first? Is uh, Transatl- Transatlanticism by Death Cab for Cutie. Uh, okay. I think I got into Death Cab for Cutie when the OC was around because there was a lot of... I tend to f- listen to music on like TV shows and movies and then look for it afterwards and that's I'm pretty sure that's yeah. how I found yeah. them. So, yeah. That's probably the one I, of their albums I like the most. I mean, Plans and Narrow Stairs are very good as well, but yeah, pla- uh, Transatlanticism is the one I prefer the most. It's what just one of those... What music are they? They're... Alt indie. rock, I guess. Indie, indie music. rock, yeah, yeah. is the ten- term. Yeah, indie, uh, indie, indie rock's about indie rock. Them, yeah, yeah. Mm. Is, is yeah okay. Yeah, I don't think I've. I'm. Um, do they have any well-known songs? Probably, but not like I will, massive radio hits. I don't. Yeah, think, I like, will follow you into the dark. Is probably their dark, most well-known. Yeah. A lot of covers of a bunch of shows. And stuff I reckon if you heard, yeah, I reckon it's one of those. Songs, it's like you. You're like, I have no idea what it is, and then yeah, maybe if you, you listen it. to it, you'd be yeah. like, oh, yeah. yeah, I know what that the, is. Um, yeah. The sound of yeah. settling is in Wedding Crashes, so everyone's probably heard that track. Haven't I seen. I don't believe I've ever seen that. Movie. Haven't seen they Wedding were Crashes. Quite popular what? around that. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I don't think I've seen the movie. You should do that. It's fantastic. You should. You haven't seen it's fantastic. Around it one day. If you, right, if you, Thomas Marshall. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm paying attention. <laughs> Pressure's on. There's no set order. It's just surprising when you get your name called. Yeah, it is. It is. You got to make sure you pay attention. Keeping us on our toes. <laughs> How difficult was for you to make your top five list? It uh, I, well, I probably spent the best part of an evening. 
doing it. Like the the day that you first announced it this time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I went, okay, I can do that. And yeah, I think my my list my <laughs> list of albums I kind of came up with from the top of my head and like going through my Spotify library and my iTunes library, top played and all that sort of stuff. Um yeah, I think I had like 20 odd albums on there that I slowly cut out for one reason or another. Um, yeah, to my to my five plus a bunch of, I've got honorable mentions and notable omissions. But I think I, was, I spent <laughs> I spent a couple of hours one evening uh, on it. So I, I remember you saying it was hard to differentiate your top albums from your top bands. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so so I actually at the same time and on the note that I've uh, that I've written my top five albums, I've also got my top five bands. Yep. Um, yeah, which there's a there's a fair bit of carryover, but um, yeah, I, I, I found Shocking. myself quite stuck just just naming yeah. artists I, that I, I mean, like, but not I particular albums this. for a particular reason, and it, yeah. and that sort of helped me put into the top albums and honourable mentions for albums that I really like for the albums and ones that I really yeah. like for the bands. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's um on that note, side note on the album. That like artist album thing. It's like I'd say Mo- like Mo- if we was doing top artists, I'd have like Motley Crue on my shortlist. However, yeah. I think I had like forty odd albums. Not a single one of them was Motley Crue. Mm. However, Motley yeah. Crue is one of my favorite bands. It's just well, none of the their albums are spread out. Yeah. They're across that, different that, albums yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I'll that's how I kind of feel like I'll yeah. give you my notable omission first. Then uh, the. <laughs> The person yeah. who who is certainly on my list of, of favorite artists, but didn't get an album either spoilers on the honorable mentions episode. or on my top five. <laughs> spoilers for a future episode uh, is Taylor Swift. Hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who, and I kicked Tom from the hangout. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have quite an affinity for Taylor Swift, and it started even I think I think with her second album. I was listening to that the first two that are quite quite country before yeah. sort of the the ones she's made. Last I reckon year. her last I, album's I, fine. Yeah, <coughs> I, but I, I yeah. couldn't What's, I couldn't pick one called. to be a top album of mine for being an album. But as yeah. an artist, yeah. I like all the stuff she does. So she's so not on yours. List. Is your albums in order from five to one? My albums are in an order, and that order is alphabetical. <sighs> Right. Um, are you reading A to, A, to, A to Z alphabetical or Z to A alphabetical? It's, it's A to Z. Because we're going five to one. It's A to Z alphabetical, but alphabetical on the artist, not on the album name. Ooh. And the does not count in an, in an artist name. Uh, yeah, it, it no, it, it never does for alphabetical. We A to, to Z. Some, to some point. I know I'll, some I'll, places still right, I want you to the, start at number three. If you're looking for a the a movie in some places you need to put the the it orders the, the well it, they're doing it wrong if you yes. want the third album on my list Nick. no for fuck's sake just get... <laughs> <laughs> okay the, the 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 first one is my aim is true by elvis costello mm. oh interesting jesus christ um, <laughs> i hope that's because it's on your list as well dylan no it's just interesting yeah 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 oh Different. like for, Fantastic album. Like I can, I can listen to the the deluxe edition of that with sort of the studio sessions and stuff um, on repeat yep. and and not get bored. And as a sort of a common theme from my list of albums, and was mentioned on our, our um, 
dad's episode the other week my list is quite heavily inspired by the music my dad liked and used to listen to yeah um yeah and that's a that's a big album it's elvis costello's first and um maybe not necessarily his best but it's certainly my favorite Did he used to like it because he got a better taste of music? <laughs> I think I, wow. I think I missed something there. This is Don't a worry. Free zone. Yeah. Oh no, we're ju- I'm very judgment is no. open and Nick did accepted. this topic so he could judge everyone. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I think that's true of every topic that Nick does. <laughs> He's still deciding if he wants to be friends with him or not. Yeah, <laughs> Dylan. What up? Welcome How hard was it for you? Very fucking hard. I've spent the last couple of days complaining in our group chat, as everyone's aware, of how much of a struggle picking this list was. When did Tom you start doing it? Tom just kept telling me it was easy. I started the day he said I had... I, <laughs> when did you I actually had, start, I, though? <laughs> like, my short list or ordering them? Mine are in order, 1 to 10. I'm only doing 5. Obviously, 6 to 10 can be honorable mentions, however. I had getting it down to ten. Mm. I had forty odd albums on my list. Fifty something, if you count. I started listing soundtracks. At some point, I decided I'm not counting soundtracks in my list. So I got rid of the soundtracks, and I had like forty something, and I've whittled them down to ten. And then once there was ten, I'm like, cool. There's the top five solved. But I found it easier to do top ten for some reason. So what was your reasoning to exclude soundtracks? Um, I don't know. I just made you said the rules are whatever they want them to be, and in my mind, yeah. I just made the rule for yeah. myself that I just don't want soundtracks to be a part of it. So that's true. Um, that's fair I got rid of them. I was like, I just want proper, proper albums. But I yeah. could do like a separate top ten. I mean, that's a completely separate thing. Soundtracks, anyway. It's a mm. different list, different that reasons for why they're my favorite. The so it could be could be a separate. Separate thing, but yes, I, f- I found it quite hard and annoying, and I feel I'm still like, would this change tomorrow? Or <laughs> like, it's one of those. <laughs> they probably types. would, or most of us. It probably probably would. Okay, so my number five is, I don't know, if, Just tension say it. by Di- tension by Di Antwood, which is uh, Very, yeah. for people who thing. don't people who don't know who they are. They are the the rap group that featured in the movie Chappie. If anyone watched that. Tick tock, tick tock. No one watched Chappie. Are they South African? They're a South African rap group. They are South African rap group. Have you spoken about them before? Because I recognise the name. Quite possibly, they're one of my favourite bands of all time. So, so it's probably come up on the blog or something. When you, yeah, I reckon I heard music has been on the vlog. Yeah, when I heard you say Die Antwood, I reckon it would have been on your vlog. I'm like, I wonder who she is. <laughs> that's not. I mean, there is a girl. Um, Jack's immediate they reaction are, is, is she hot? That's their second album, <laughs> isn't it, Dylan? Tension's their second album. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, I think it's that the one best. with. Um, it's got Fatty Fatty Boom Boom and stuff like that on it. I she's did, not on the fire. one with Cookie. She yeah, she's on fire. On it. Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite. Song. The third album's the one with like Cookie Thumper and stuff like that, which is a really creepy song. Um, people who don't know what they are, they are like a. They're a stylish weird as fuck rap group it's a guy and a girl from South Africa um they basically play characters uh the the rap and their all of their songs for the most part are just fun like they're so ridiculous and stupid the lyrics uh if you listen to them are fucking crazy heavily sexually inspired one of their songs on their first album is some of the raunchiest fucking shit I've ever heard 
like described to do with sex on <laughs> on on tape they're 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 very weird and if you ever watch any of their music videos you automatically think it's the weirdest shit you've ever seen in your yeah. life or like the best thing ever <laughs> so and i i'm i think it's quite possibly some of the best stuff <laughs> some of my I, I remember stuff. my first exposure to them was the video for i think you're freaky I, yeah, that was, yeah, that's yeah, that's this album. So yeah, yeah. I think they also sing in like Afrikaans as well as English. Yeah, so yeah, the rap, the rap's interesting because they mix up between speaking in Afrikaans um, and like English and stuff like that. So um, yeah. Anyway, tension, great, great album. It's just a hell of a lot of fun. I've got it on vinyl. Put it on. You just like it's a lot of bass, a lot of yeah. weird lyrics, and it's just fun. How'd you find them? Did you find them from watching Chappie or? Uh, no, their their song "Enter the Ninja" off their first album was like viral when it came out on the internet. I remember they were seeing the video for that go around heaps and heaps. At the time, I thought it I thought it was uh, a parody of something because it's so <laughs> stupid. Because it opens with this this dude, he's like talking about Chi and Chang, and there's like got the symbols, and he's like. Enter the ninja. Do, 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 do. I am a ninja. And he's like, start doing all this weird stuff. And I was like, this has to be from a movie I've never seen. It has to be like a comedy. And then you find out that, nope, that's that that is ninja. And <laughs> that is that is Yolandi. And that is that is the group. <laughs> you love them or hate them. Yeah, I, I definitely suggest checking them out too. They're great. They're breaking um, up soon. One more album, they're done. I'm going to cry. Oh, Jack. Jack, you're next. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly forgot me. <laughs> no, I could never forget. Hey, Jack. Me. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate that. Jack, how hard was it for you to whittle down to your top five? Uh, top five was actually really easy. Like, pretty really? much as soon as you mentioned the topic, I was That's like... That's right. You have top 10, 10, 10 lists I've, for everything. I have my list for everything. Except, <laughs> funnily enough, did not have a list for my top five albums or top list of albums. So, I've... Um, songs and bands and stuff like that but did not have so one thanks for... nick for yeah so thank you credit. nick now i have another list to add to my list of lists so thank you for that um <laughs> but the top what's like top, putting together what's in your top five lists <laughs> top five that's list a that's a topic is... for another show <laughs> uh, top five lists is... of top five lists no top for yeah my top five my top anyway well i could go down this rabbit hole but we <laughs> should be back here a while. Right. Um, are yours numbered Yes, mine are numbered. It was easy enough for me to put together... Funny, I was talking to Ash about this before. It was easy to put together the top five because it was like, pretty much as soon as you said it, I was like, I know what my top five... Like, I had to think about it for a minute, but I was like, yep, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one. Yep, pretty much done. And then, but it was more the um, going down the rabbit hole of like the honorable mentions and stuff like that and making sure I didn't forget anything. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, that album. And all the way up until today, I was still remembering, like in the shower this morning, listening to having music on and hearing that um, there was... I'm remembering a song song comes on remembering that album going, oh fuck I can put that in there um, so I had a good time doing this so thank you Nick it was it was good fun putting this together you're welcome number five for me is um, State of the Art by Hilltop Hoods mm, it's my obviously my favourite Hilltop Hoods album being that it's number five on my list spoilers there's no more Hilltop Hood albums in the, the rest of the <sighs> top four um, I, I remember buying this album right around when it came out and I was, it was a weird, really weird point of time in my life where I just tried to join the Navy and uh, did not get in. And I remember being like really like upset afterwards with like not getting in and going to... How do you not get in? Uh, this is a long story. You get for another episode. Yeah, let's say that. Um, 
but I remember going to the JB Hi-Fi in the city um, afterwards and like looking for a birthday present for my dad and bought him like a couple of things and then seeing I'm like oh fuck I'm gonna you know oh, fuck it, I'm just gonna buy that and I remember putting it on listening to it like all the way home um, and it had it on like repeat just driving around for um was this your first Hilltop Hoods record? No, no, no. No, I, okay. I had all the other ones, but I remember like okay. not having picked it up straight away and then, and I'm very rare, like I would, I'm a very, I would very rarely buy CDs back in the day. So it would be like on the iPod or whatever. Um, so yeah, I remember just like driving around with it on repeat for like a month afterwards. And it's one of the, like all the, all the albums in my list, I can like every single song is good or great. And I can listen to the entire album without skipping a song. Yeah, that's um, my rule for albums as well. It's like, you need to li- be able to listen yeah. to like all the songs. Yeah, and it just flows. And it's got a bit of everything. It's got a bit of like old school sort of Hilltop Hoods. It's got some newer stuff. It's got some really great songs. Like 50 and 5 is one of my favorite Hilltop Hoods songs. Um, probably my favorite song on the album would be um, Chris Farley. Just an awesome like get you pumped up sort of like song and not mine is what's that because she's so ugly yes that, that one as well <laughs> yeah that that, album, that's probably my does that sorry go sorry does that album have nosebleed section on it no that's no, the calling that's the calling yeah that's the only song of theirs i know <laughs> that's like i think you know, that's Cosby sweater studio album yeah yeah, oh, yeah that was huge on the radio so. beat yeah. me to death on the radio yeah yeah that's in the, one of their newer ones but yeah so that's around, around 2010 i think or 2000 yeah it would have been 2010 that album 2009 came. 2009 there you go. um so yeah awesome album absolutely love it hmm. it's a great album question i had i thought i had a clear top five but it turns out i don't i have a Top four and the fifth just changes depending on the time of day. Um, Nick's me, nonsensical Sunday. Top five. That's it. <laughs> Nothing about me makes sense. Okay, so what, yeah, what's your number five today? Because every day I would curate it because I listen to work every day, all day of work and I would curate it like just swapping out our in and out albums and there was always the top four that just stayed there all the time and then the fifth I just couldn't decide on. So I'll decide on it last. <laughs> <laughs> it could be anything. It's out of it. It's, it's out of a roster, but yeah, it depends what I feel like. Um, so my first one, in no particular order, is "Blast Tyrant" by Clutch. They Clutch aren't a very well-known band, at least as, I'm a to Clutch my fan. knowledge. You are, yeah. A lot of people mm-hmm. that I talk to have no idea who they are. I first discovered them with their song Bang 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 off the Left 4 Dead 2 trailer. And after that, I bought all their albums and just Blast Tyrant is their most solid album. Um, it's just, each song is a different style. They're, they're classified as like a stoner rock, but each album is different, like a different style they seem to evolve. And I think Blast Tyrant's their fifth album. Yeah. And 2011. 2011? Yeah. Look, I don't know what now, but I'm, I was trying to find the name of my favourite one, which is Robot High of Exodius. Yeah, I, I don't think that's their greatest. <laughs> um, has anyone else ever heard of Clutch? Nope. Other nope. than Dylan? No. Nope. No. You're all bad um, people. If, well, John, <laughs> um, I'm a Clutch. The first time I heard Clutch was from uh, Viva La Band. Okay. Right. And that's it. why I've listened to them. 
they they've played on one of the episodes of the show. A lot of my music taste comes from that. Sh- a lot of my life basically comes from Viva La Bam. We've it's no it's no established, rule, yeah. and this will come up again, which is fine. But yeah, Clutch Clutch had appeared on one episode of. Uh, Viva La Bam, and I think they played Mice and Gods, which is off that yeah. album, Robot Hive Exodius. Or I think it was that song. I think they played it live, like while they were doing fucking like snow sleds, backflip bullshit in the background yeah. or something like that. And it was one of those like, uh, well, it was like, oh, clutch, right? Google, de- download, at the time, illegally download a lot of clutch, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just My assume illegally. The album yeah. is called yeah. Regulator, and it's a real slow. What's this, uh, autistic, acoustic song. <laughs> <laughs> I actually listened. I have to listen to it's a on lot the of Clutch. I got a, new t- I got a new two I see at work. Clutch is his favorite band. Every time I come oh, into really? work, he's got Clutch playing in the background. He, that's Sounds what like he puts on. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> so there yeah, you go. They, the quality of their albums hasn't seemed to dip either. They just seem to be good or getting better. Um. All right. That's my first one done. Let's this is gonna settle two. in, listeners. This is gonna be a long one. What we're twenty minutes in now? Twenty-five. Yeah. No honorable <laughs> mentions. It won't be as long if you don't spend five minutes talking about how it's so long. <laughs> <laughs> or throwing out Taylor Swift references for some reason. Uh, my that was important. mention. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> we, we're not up to that bit yet, Tom. We're doing our top five, aren't we? <laughs> it just felt good at the, at the right. time. Rules are there are no rules. So I'd like to talk about a time where... No, I'm just going to actually answer the question. Uh, 2005 plans. I'm glad, glad that uh, Ashley mentioned Death Cab for Cutie so I don't have to explain who yes. they are. Uh, plans is everything that uh, Ashley described. It's To me, it's like art. Like, it's perfect. Son- sonically speaking, like, it's so thoughtful and considered the way that the music and the lip- So the band is Death Cab for Cutie? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. So, okay, right. Did I skip past that? You, you, no, said you said 2005 no. plans, and I'm like, and then you said the death no. cab. And then, and then I said, I'm yeah. so glad da- uh, Ashley yeah, mentioned yeah, yeah. death cab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah, gotcha. And then you said it's Sonic, fun. and I made a go fast joke. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Sonic Mania. No, I said sonically, I find it really thoughtful and considered how the music and lyrics match up so well, and they're written perfectly to convey a mood and tell a story. And it's it's not like here's this experience I went through. It's it's often um, you know, it's like poetry or telling a story. It's not trying to be cool. It's not pretentious. It's just like an earnest effort to make really great music with vivid imagery. And something that I always, me and my brother, anytime we'd go to Melbourne to see a show on the late, on the long drive back to Warrnambool or Geelong, we'd always listen to uh, Death Cab and often plans. So 2005, uh, it's going to be a reoccurring theme for the rest of my top yeah. five because... It seemed to be a really good year for the kind of music I like. Mm. Mm. Yeah, those two were interchangeable mm. for me. Yeah. So, yeah, good choice. Tough call between those two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thomas, number two. My second album, in alphabetical order, is uh, Setting Suns, which is an album by uh, The Jam, who I imagine most of you haven't heard of. Mm-hmm. I have not. No. 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 Yep. They're uh, an English uh, uh, punk sort of mod band in the late late 70s, early 80s, they were together. Their fourth studio album, just again, sort of an ins- inspired by Dad. Um, outstanding. Yeah, I love it. They're sort of Was your dad a punk? Sorry? Was your dad a punk? I'm not sure. 
Because you just mentioned two artists that are kind of attached to the punk movement in like in that yeah. era. Yeah. With yeah. Costello. Yeah. Just yeah, interesting. He, he may have had a mohawk. Yeah, I know he died as <laughs> yeah. a green one time. But there you uh, go. He's a punk. There you go, punk. <laughs> yeah. Or the Joker. I can't. I can't see <laughs> much more. The punk or a Batman. There's also a band called the Sex Pistols. <laughs> I was about to say Sex Pistols and the Clash are coming up very soon on Tom's list. I think. Yeah. <laughs> They're actually not. They're not on honourable mentions either. Shit! I've got. I've got to change this. It changes. Yeah. It changes a little bit after here. This is. This is my sort of. Uh, Homage. Late seventies um, albums section, oh. and we we move into slightly more present day soon. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, but no, I, I the Jam are my probably my favourite band, and um, certainly Paul Weller. Um, he's a name that will come up again soon. Was he was the the lead singer and guitarist, and um, he's sort of the favourite artist. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. So his his very early work. I've got one of their albums framed and on the wall in the kitchen, and yeah, no, oh. it was it was choosing one of uh, one of their albums, and that's, that's what I went with. Ashley, cool. Uh, my number four is "Infinity on High" by Fallout Boy. Uh, oh. Yeah, Fantastic. I really liked Fallout Boy, so uh, that's Love the one I. Yeah, that's the one I've had. Normally, when I get albums, I just have them all by the same artist and like dump, dump them all together in the playlist. So yeah. yeah, this is the one that I have the most songs that I like, and pretty much almost every single song on this album I pretty much would listen to without skipping or anything. So, how do you do that playlist? Do you do the playlist like random of all the artists, or do you do them like album depends on by the day? Album? Okay, yeah. My my versions of those playlists go um, like chronological order of release of the album down the yeah. playlist. Yeah. Do you have a OCD by any chance, Thomas? <laughs> no, no, not a not a hint of it. Actually, Just, I'm, in, I'm interested that you picked this as your favorite Fallout Boy album. What's what's yeah. your favorite like songs on this one? Probably uh, "Bang the Doldrums" and yes. "Thanks for Memories" and uh, yeah, even I love though Bang they weren't the yeah, so it's the "Thanks for Memories" album. Yeah, I didn't come into that sort of genre until later in life because at the time when it came out. It had very stigmatized. Oh, that's emo. Yeah, and I had a... never really listened to any like My Chemical Romance when or, I was or anything like that. I, I never got into boring. any of these bands. Uh, Jimmy Eat Well, Def Cat for a Cutie, Fall Out yeah. Boy. I never got into any. Yeah, of them. So this was a my lot jam of that has been very up. recent these, for me. These like, were like, my I'd jam. just go to an artist and go start radio, and this all the songs like that would just mm. play. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you have anything else to say, uh-huh. Ashley? No, you should listen to it though. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I may have listened to songs from it. I refuse. Yeah. It is really next, it is excellent. Yeah. Uh Jack, you're next. Oh, oh he's just No, was Dylan next? <laughs> yeah. There's no Jack. rules. There are no <laughs> rules. D- Dylan's next and then we forget that Jack exists, but I think this time we've forgotten that Dylan exists and we're going straight so, up to Jack. Con- continuing on the um emo train, my number four album is Tell All Your Friends by uh Taking Back Sunday, sorry, I'm just bloody... Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, by You Tell Me, it's not my album. <laughs> <laughs> just had a brain aneurysm. Um, this album came about at a time in my life when I was... Like a very formative time. So my this pretty much um, determined my genre of music all through high school. Like I started listening to these guys when I was like in year eight or seven, I think. No, it would have been year eight. I started listening to Taking Back Sunday and I remember... 
um cute without the e cut from the team on on that album was just like my favorite song for years and it is probably one of my favorite songs um and just every another one of those albums you can listen to all the way through and just it was a very seminal album in my life just at the time that i started listening to it and it sort of shaped my music listening um sort of tastes i guess all through high school and and pretty much up until now as well so yeah really um really good album i mean if if emo music and punk rock and that kind of stuff isn't your thing you're not going to enjoy it but um taking back sunday are a really good band and and that's like that album's probably their best album they've ever done it's their first studio album yeah i i may have listened to songs of these before but i couldn't tell you yeah like you would have heard you would have heard like make damn sure was probably their biggest song that they've done um, which yeah. was like 2007 that song came out. Yeah. Um, and they've had some other ones like the cute, they sort of, um, cute out the E cut from the team, which was like the, the lead song on that album was the one that was on the album for fight club, which is sort of how they yeah. got their, um, their sort of, I guess their big exposure. break. Yeah, yeah, the big break, and they they toured with like Blink One Eighty Two and stuff like that, and they they've yeah. been with like with some big bands. I've come to Australia a few times and I've seen them, so they they're one of my favourite bands, yeah. and um, that album's awesome. Mm, I'll allow it. Thank you, Dylan. <laughs> it's funny how um, I'm I'm just looking at the the we've done ten albums now, and it's kind of the Explosion Network's currently standing out as a um, punk emo playlist mm. we got going on majority so far. Um, so a, a lot oh of that being like early mid two thousands as thousands well. yeah. as well yeah kind of the age where the we age were teenagers right. the yeah. age yeah, yeah. Um, except me right, my number <laughs> my number four well. <laughs> my number four is ceremonials by Florence and the Machine um, mm. I'm yeah. a I reckon all of Florence and the Machine's albums are great I could have picked Dog Days Are Over but ceremonials yeah, I think that would be my favorite of theirs. Ceremonial, yeah, it's, I mean, I, I love both albums. I kind of just pick Ceremonials yeah. because it has a couple more songs on it that I, I really, really love and stand out to me. Um, plus, if you, it's like a cheat question. Like, you can say that the deluxe edition, which is what I own as well of um, Ceremonials, yeah. has the Dog Days. It has a couple acoustic tracks on it, including yeah. um, <laughs> strong songs from the other album. So, you can cheat. Yeah. Um, but, like... <laughs> This I just kind of picked this one over Dog Days because it has What Water Gave Me on it, which is yeah. like probably one of my favourite songs has, of has all time. Spectrum, if which just is doing a awesome song. I love Spectrum. Spectrum yeah. I remember my first exposure to them. Is it was at the gym and they were on one of the music stations. That's a really weird place for them to be. Yeah, <laughs> the video. It was like Channel V or something like that. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, um, the video was I can't remember the song for the life of me. Is the video where she's falling off a roof or something like that? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't even know if I've watched either. all their videos. I'm not a big music video person. Half the time, I don't even... They'll be like, oh, you really love them? Did you see the music for that song? I'm like, nah, don't really watch music videos. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No. Uh, it's kind of a niche thing in now, isn't it? Music videos. Yeah, it's just... These days, they really are. Yeah, them. they're not really the big thing they used to be, are they? Mm. No. Uh, but, yeah, Florence. Anything anything Florence Wells touches, I'll listen to it. That, and shout out to that track she did with Dizzy Rascal that one year when he was really big. I can't remember the song. Dizzy Rascal. Yeah. They did a mix-up on MTV. That was the song. It was bonkers with something else, and it was Florence and Dizzy Rascal on stage at the MTV Awards or something like that. And I listened to it like a week ago. It was on somewhere, and I was like, 
for some reason this is still good and then I was like Google Dizzy Rascal I'm like fuck you put out an album like three weeks ago <laughs> <laughs> Very that's went off at the Rosie pub tangent <laughs> alright my next album is it come at a time where it was very influential to me I remember listening to it in my cousin's car when I was still in primary school and I was thinking oh fuck this is hardcore I shouldn't be listening to this at this age I absolutely love it. And that album is Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavor Boy. Get around him. I fucking love That's in my honorable mentions. I fucking love that album. That, that album is just, I listen to it all the fucking time. As an 11 year old, just, 10 year old kid when that came out, how yeah, good was that fucking shit? I oh know. It Ugh. was fantastic. And oh, it's just every song, every song bar the one with Exhibit. Oh, I like and that one. The st- Racist. <laughs> <laughs> and the stupid remix they added at the end. Yeah, right? the remix of Don't Roland sucks. That's, a, um, yeah. I like I've the, only, uh, I've, that's the only Limp Biscuit song I like. <laughs> the remix the of remix. Roland. No, just Roland. Oh, Roland, yeah. That's it. Their, that's uh, the only song. That cover of um, Behind Blue Eyes was all Behind right. Blue, yeah. That wasn't yeah, on that was album. Good. It wasn't on yeah. that album, but it's that's a, nice. It's Limp Biscuit. Uh, I'm not a big <laughs> rap uh, rap rock I love fan, rap I rock. suppose. Though, so I'm biased. Yeah, I love rap rock. It's just yeah, um, it just come at a time where it was very influential to me, and I still love it to this day. Was it Get Your Groove On? Was that the one with Exhibit? Yeah, yeah, I like that. Song. I like every song it, it, on that just, album. It was good. It just changed. It was just like a at a different yeah yeah mood level it sort of, to the rest it, it of the album. It didn't flow with the yeah. I know what you mean. No, I know what you yeah. mean. But it's, it's so many awesome songs. They had the, the Mission Impossible song. Fuck. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that was a, cool. My yeah. Generation, Full Nelson. Mm, Full Nelson's awesome. All them is just fantastic. My Way. way. Yeah, yeah, My Way. My Way's on there, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Hot Dog. That first song. Hot like, Dog, yeah. I remember like my dad bringing that album home and putting and like me being like, oh, Limp Bizkit, I know like the Roland song and I'm going to take this and yeah. just putting it in and like the intro happens and then kicks into a hot dog. And yeah. as, a, as like a 10 year old kid listening to that fucking song, being like, fuck, it fucking says fuck so much. I love it. It was just the best. <laughs> it was absolute best. All right, moving on. Jono. Hello. My third album is... 2005's Commit This to Memory by Motion City Soundtrack, which I'm, okay. I, I'm curious if anyone here has heard of that I, I band. Like, but I like Motion nope. City. Yeah, I, I like have. Motion City Soundtrack. The name's familiar, but that's yeah. about as far as it goes. I'm trying okay. to remember what song I like of theirs. I know who they are. I don't like Yeah, the song yeah, I like... They are... Sorry? Is on the... No, go on. Sorry, I was going to say the song I like is on that album. Yeah, great. So they're one of my top three bands <laughs> ever. I've followed them from... Yeah, great. Fantastic contribution. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I followed them from their very first album, which came out just before Commit This to Memory. So I was very much anticipating this album, uh, listening to tra- uh, you know snippets before it came out. And it was produced by Mark Hoppus from Blink-182, which was Ooh. kind of the first thing anyone from Blink did after they'd broken up. So that added kind of to my anticipation. And yeah, they, they just... Up? Yeah, they broke up in 2005. Oh. So, How did that make you feel, Jonah? <laughs> that's a that's a topic for another day <laughs> but is, is that a topic for when one of their albums comes up further down your list or uh possibly possibly <laughs> but yeah motion city soundtrack uh, a band i love they're catchy they're um in, like the instrumentation is really really awesome they've got a, a 
my uh um, what they call a, a moog which is a digital uh, analog sorry analog synthesizer i ended up yep. getting a microcore digital synthesizer because of this band because i wanted to play along to their songs but it adds such a cool flavor to their kind of fun power pop kind of emo kind of sound and i was very surprised that they never made it big after kind of fallout boy and panic at the disco were yeah. starting to get played on radio i really <laughs> expected that they would be the next one to make it big along the lines of all american rejects and those yeah. bands that kind of had their yeah. random single that went really big and it just never happened for yeah. motion city for some reason i think it's very similar to like in the 80s with all the glam rock bands at the time it was just like you make it big you don't it's just mm. the luck of the draw kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. all right thomas Album number three. I'm coming into your uh, your era now, guys, uh, <gasps> but not someone you've mentioned. Is uh, 2006's Continuum by John Mayer? Ooh, I like that one. Oh, his third album. I think it's a I think it's a fantastic album. Um, it's sort of when um, or at a Is point that the, where the he run done... run through your halls in your high school song. Is that on that album? No, that's no, the, that was no, um, album after. Was that say was on his first thing. album. Yeah, yeah. So the first album was quite poppy, um, and the second one was a bit more pop rock. And then this third album, he went um, quite heavily blues inspired mm. and focused, which mm. I really enjoyed. Um, yeah, and I, 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 yeah, I, I did like his first two albums. Sorry, I didn't like his first two albums. I like this one, but mm. I'm not I, he's amazingly fan. talented. That guy. Yeah, I'm. I'm quite a fan of them all for their for different reasons, but. Um, yeah, mm. Continuum stands out with a couple of um, cracking tracks um, that I could I could listen to on repeat. Like um, "Waiting on the World to Change," "Belief," and "Vultures" are just A plus A plus stuff. Um, yeah, <laughs> "Waiting on the World hey, to John, Change" John is Mayer's, as relevant it, now as it was when it came out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's sh- even sh- more so. I have like a short list of like the most talented musicians alive today and like John Mayer would be on it. So. Mm. I, uh, I disappointingly haven't spent as much time listening to his latest album as I should have or uh, that I want to, but it was released really, really, really strange. Like it was released in two parts, like a couple of months apart or something like that, or like three, oh, okay. three tracks a month for six months, something fucking weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then I don't know, it's on Spotify. Yeah, it's on, so you, it's on Spotify. So, yeah. Are you disappointed that John Mayer and Taylor Swift didn't work out? <laughs> Not Shocking. explicitly. It's, it's made for some good music. <laughs> it um, it's worked out I, for us. Actually, the I, I don't know if I've... I probably haven't told the story, but I think John Mayer has been to New Zealand three times, and I've managed to miss him all three of those times. Uh, the first, I had a, a test at uni it was like a 7 p.m. test and the show started at 7.30 so I couldn't go. Can't remember what the second time was. And the third one, my incredibly selfish sister decided to get married on the, uh, the day <laughs> that he was playing <laughs> in Auckland. Bitch. That so, bitch. Uh, yeah, no, she's, she's, she's never going to live that one down but outside of the day. I, Mum told me I wasn't allowed to mention it on the actual day but um, afterwards... <laughs> do, artists only play like, do artists only play like one show in New Zealand? Um, could you have gone to another show in New Zealand? No, so often often they'll only play one night up in Auckland, or maybe they'll play two. Um, yeah. Far less often they do, like, multiple cities. 
Um, but yeah, actually on the... It was the Saturday night he was playing in Auckland, and then on Sunday Elvis Costello played. Um, that, oh, that Dad, did you go to that at least? Dad and I did get to go along and see Elvis Costello. Yeah, did they play Oliver's Army? Uh, he did play Oliver's Army. Oliver's Army is uh, is a one that he closes with. I've seen him oh. a few times now. Yeah, Dylan. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> you got me. You got me good. Okay, is everyone re- re- number three? Right, that's what we're up to. Mm. The classic, the pinnacle, what could possibly be considered by most people one of the greatest rap albums of all time? Enter the, enter the Wu-Tang, 36 Chambers, <laughs> Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, it is probably... Now, my Wu-Tang story is so funny because I would I refused to listen to them for so many years because in primary school, there's a kid that wore, wore Wu-Tang clothes and yeah. everyone made fun of him. <laughs> oh. There's always that one kid... He's like wearing the Wu Tang, like the the the, the shiny pants track suit. and the the track That's suit and everything. Um, uh, my my Jack my was, was that the kid. opposite. No no no, I was never, no 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 no. I was the kid getting made fun of because I didn't have the Wu Tang and the Data clothes. Oh really? And the Fubu. There was yeah. only one kid at my school and everyone made fun of him. So I was like, you know what? I'm um, not getting sucked into this. And six months later, they all look like idiots. Years <laughs> later, years later, when I was in high school, I'm like, I don't know, like. 14, 15, 16, I'm starting to grow my music taste. You know, I'm exploring albums more and stuff like that, especially like older. I start getting in heavy into rap music. I go back, I'm listening to Tupac, I'm listening to Bigger, all this sort of stuff. Changes. And I finally listened to, I finally listened to <laughs> Wu-Tang Clan and I'm like, fuck, they're not shit. For some reason in my <laughs> mind, they were always like such a joke band, like a, the Insane Pound Clown Posse or some bullshit Posse. like that Crazy or clown clown. something like um, that. But no, I, I'd listen to this album... Uh, probably at least once a month or something like that at least. It is fun every time through. It's just a fun, hard-hitting track with such old-school beats where it's just... Uh, like, if you listen to new rap these days and you listen to something like this, you just go back and it's just like, boom, boom, clang, boom, boom, clang, like that sort of stuff. And it's just this thing. Uh, Cream is still a classic track. Bring the Ruckus is fucking amazing the banter the skits stuff they talk, they have between songs and uh old dirty bastard and everyone else just kind of uh, it, it's such a it's got so many standout vocal people in the Wu-Tang Clan that we don't really have anymore so mm. great Dylan, album Dylan did you ever play the Wu-Tang Clan video game <laughs> no Dylan no I did not oh, I did bad. not it was bad my exposure to the Wu-Tang Clan is those shiny tracksuits and that yeah. Dave Chappelle skit but they're good. <laughs> I wish I could listen to their last album. <laughs> oh dear. I don't have a I don't Jack. have a Wu Tang game, but I did just show you Fifty Cent Blood on the Sand that I have uh, within arm's reach. I played that. that as well, so. It upsets me that you could only get trophies for it if you got the Japanese version. Yeah, it's a good game. It upsets me that I you would, have it within arm's reach. I would definitely go back and get the platinum trophy in that. Uh, should we get Japanese copies, Dylan? Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I'll, reach, I'll reach out to the PR company. And see if I'll, do, I'll do the two-player with you, because I think there's like two-player co-op <laughs> stuff you've got to do. Anyway, uh, the pleasure explosion. Sorry. Yes. Jack. Hello. Uh, album Hi. number three. Or, yeah, so album number three, which is number three, because it is in the middle, is the first <laughs> album... That I ever owned. My first ever album, my first ever CD. It is Let's Face It. No, it's not. No. Uh, Same same era. Uh, It is Let's Face It by the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. This, um, I remember when 
that song came out, I think, in 96 or 7, that then, um, you know, the everyone, the song everyone knows. Knock the, on wood. Uh, knock impression on wood, that yeah, I get. Impression that I get. Yeah. Um, that was like, I, I remember that song coming on the radio and I was just instantly in love with it. And then my, like I went, we went on like a long, year-long holiday up the coast of Australia, like just driving and camping and stuff like that. And mum, we bought like a, just a heap of CDs and stuff before we went off just to have, so we, cause we had not, like we went, all we had was like our radio and like the car and that, so it was just like music and driving like and each other was all we had for a year. And, and mum and dad like took us to like, you, oh, you kids can buy an album as well. You can pick a, an album for yourself. And um, I was like, of course I'm going to buy this. It was like, they're, they're still one of my favorite um, bands. I don't think I've ever I'm, heard of them. You've never heard of them? Nah, never you know the song. Or maybe if I heard them, I would know them. Oh yeah, yeah, you would know the song. Yeah, they're a ska band. It's like a little ska band. They're a ska band. Um, so that's like trumpets and trombones and yeah, yeah, they're like a large group. So yeah, yeah, real big fish, less than Jake. Yeah, what's the Cat Empire? Area Seven is the Australian equivalent. Yeah. If they sound anything like the Cat Empire, I don't like. Them. No, they're, they're not like. They're not, any, they're not anything <laughs> like the Cat Empire. It's like um, imagine yeah, reggae. Brass. Sound familiar to me. Imagine reggae What's being that? really fast and with brass sections, basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just some Rap awesome music. songs. Some really like um, songs that like hit home, and they all they all have like a really good message is probably like the one thing i took away from this band they're all like every song is like a lesson like a life lesson um lyrically like they're all really good so if anyone's into that kind of sort of thing and wants to hear a little bit something different i recommend checking it out it is a really good album you probably get it on itunes like nine bucks these days or obviously spotify if you do if you use that Um, if you've played if you've played any tony hawk games you would have heard some scar like goldfinger or something like that yeah sublime that goldfinger yeah 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 sublime's kind of yeah same, Super same, music. same. It, like every song, like you can listen to stuff to finish without stopping. So every song's really great. Good flow as well. Ashley. Number three, a little band called Powderfinger. Odyssey mm. number five. Mm. Never heard yeah. of them. That's their best album just, for sure. Yeah, that's their best album. I mean, uh, just uh, songs like These Days, uh, My Happiness, The Meter, Like a Dog. Like a Dog. Well, just like a dog. bunch of great songs. I mean... That's probably where they hit their prime, I think. So, do you remember the movie yeah. Two Hands with Heath Ledger? Yes, it was pretty much that mm. album was the soundtrack for it. Yeah, these hands, these days might be one of the best songs ever. I would yeah. say these days, these days. No, <laughs> no. that's no. our <laughs> fact. You're all remembering it wrong. <laughs> yes, I think it's pretty self-explanatory, but yeah, obviously, yeah, number five, Ooh, number three. One of the great Australian bands, for sure. Yep. Dylan, what do you think? What do I think? Yeah. Of Powderfinger? Yeah. They're fine, sure. <laughs> or do you want me to do my next album? Because I'm pretty sure we're not up to me here. Are we? No. Okay. It's up to me. My next album is Life in Cartoon Motion by Mika. This album, Ooh. 10 years ago this year, they're coming out, and... I originally bought it as a joke because the guy I worked with hated that Grace Kelly song. And I would listen to it over and over again to learn all the words to sing it to him. (laughs) This doesn't surprise anybody. That doesn't sound like you at all. And then I just ended up listening to the song and that album is, for me, a 9.5 out of 10. It is fantastic. There's not a bad song on there. 
and they're all like good at upbeat um not all of them are upbeat but like they all portray a positive message and he's very reminiscent of um freddie mercury and his singing style yeah he's very much so yeah yeah i haven't listened to an album since then but that album is up there for me is he still around he is Uh, yeah yeah he is at maker sounds on twitter (laughs) <laughs> I found it out because I tweet tweeted about or... it a little while tweet ago. Tweet him that he's uh, at number three. Oh, no, you're not in order, so it could be one. It could be your favourite. It's true. It's true. Thomas, number four. Jesus. I wasn't expecting that. Um, my number four, I mentioned uh, mentioned Paul Weller before. Um, lead singer, guitarist from The Jam. Wasn't he Robocop? And... <laughs> <laughs> That's a good joke, actually. It's the guy from uh, Fast and Furious, yeah. That's, That's Paul, Paul Walker. Walker. <laughs> 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 I know, I know Paul well. He, he did some music with Noel Gallagher. He did, yeah. Love um, that song, Talk Tonight. Um, so I could probably, if I wanted to, put five of his solo albums as my top five albums of all time. Um. And I don't know explicitly that I would... So so I've chosen As Is Now from 2005. Um, and I don't know if it is my favourite solo album of his, um, but mm. it is the album that came out. But it's the one I put on the list. It's the one that I put on the list. <laughs> the album that came out that I bought for myself and I bought a copy for my dad, who's also a big fan, um, because dad didn't have it and when when it came out it was kind of my moment of starting my own collection of his music, music. and and yeah. Yeah. and being that sort of level of fan as opposed to just Should listening just to done what I did and stole dad my dad's CDs I missed that completely because I was talking sorry you should have <laughs> done what I've done and just stole all of my dad's CDs well, shouldn't talk I'd... over people Thomas <laughs> yeah <laughs> very sorry yeah, no, so I, I did steal all Dad's CDs um, up until the point where Dad didn't own the new CD that came out and I, I, had, to, oh. I had to pick it up. Um, yeah, so, so I put that on, on the list. Um, I think it was sort of, must have been my fifth form year at school and um, just like learned to drive. Whatever that got, is in got my real time. Year <laughs> 11. Just say how old you were. Yeah. Okay. 15, 2005. Okay. 15, 16, 15. Got, got my learner's okay. license. Um, so ended up, get you restricted out driving by yourself. It was an album that was always in the car um, for me when I was driving anywhere by myself. And yeah, so so I got a lot of time for it and put it on the list hmm. for that reason. But it's sort of representative of 13 studio albums and yeah, well, and two other bands and all their albums as well, even though Setting That's Suns it. made it on the list too. Dylan. What's up? Number, Number two four. on my list. Marshall Mathers LP by yeah. Eminem. Yeah. Stan, the real Sim Shady. Remember me, I'm back. Marshall Mathers, kill you, bitch, please. Amityville. They're all the top Eminem tracks of all time. Now, yeah. I hadn't listened to this album for probably six months or so. I listened to it two or three times in the last couple of days, start to finish. It is such an aggressive album, yeah, and I kind of no, fucking no, miss oh, it. Oh, what a surprise. It is a very aggressive album. He's, he's an angry it. boy. Like, he was an angry boy. He's back a then. very, very angry, angry boy. Is that the one where the last track is the guy talking about rubbing his back? Uh, no, that was on uh, no. the Slim Shady show. Yes. 
The, yeah. oh, the okay. last track's uh, Criminal, unless it's like a different edition where it has a bonus song. Criminal. But, uh, Tom, Tom got it. It ends on Criminal. Because I'm a criminal. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, that one. Um, it's not about, like... Before it's, collaborations imagine, with everyone. Imagine, it, imagine, like, do you remember the outrage when that album came out in, like, the, the wider community from, like, your mums and dads and politicians and stuff like that? Imagine yeah. if an album like that like a mainstream album like that got released today. I wouldn't, would if, have this, a if this album fit. came out today, if I this album came out care. lyrically, word, word for word came out today, like if it wasn't Eminem, but it was some other artist, I would not like it because mm. it, a lot of the stuff he talks about, like I put, in my mind, it's in a time capsule, I can understand it was yeah, made yeah, in a certain yeah. time. There is a lot of, uh, sexist, racist, homophobic, sexist, stuff homophobic. homophobic. There is a lot of, rape, homoph- kill, yeah. fucking, yeah, the, the rape, kill stuff, I can, I can handle because that's kind of just Eminem and he still makes those kind of jokes. Like, he'll, he'll literally be like, I'll fucking rape you and blah, 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 blah. I don't, everything I say in the record, don't know if it'll happen. If you the believe explosion it, I'll network kill you and I'll rape rate. you and I'll fucking, all this sort of stuff. I mean, that's Important just Eminem. I, think that, I wouldn't change that about him and that probably wouldn't, like if that was still part of the album, it wouldn't really affect me. It is It is basically all the, the homophobic and like those, those kinds of slurs. Like, Not that was the thing I was homophobia. Um, that was the thing I was list- like as I was listening to it I was like fuck there's a lot of this but at the same time I just push past it because like it's such a fucking like I just put it in that time capsule in my mind yeah, and, like it's yeah. fine and it's still yeah. pr- it is my favourite rap album of all time but it's- it I mean, every song's great just listening from it start to finish it is j- just that pure like kind of aggression of uh, the Eminem at his best as far yeah, as I'm yeah. concerned just kind of yelling at the world and every song from Stan to which has like such a good message story to tell Mm. and then um, like the real Slim Shady which is just still one of the old time like if that comes on everyone's fucking singing that thing word to word like no matter what like there's no way you're not and then yeah like the other songs like Kill You and um, Under the Influence uh, Bitch Please to Criminal like all these really uh, quite aggressive songs which I mean I was, I laugh like listening to him like his his wordplay like, it's some of it's disgusting like the stuff he says but then like there's the, the part in Criminal where it goes to the skit where he like runs in robs a store yeah. he's like just give me the money and the, please don't kill me <laughs> please you. don't kill me and he thank you bye <laughs> and, and, the, and he goes back and song. I was like driving home I was like I just start cracking up laughing I'm like I mean the guy's a genius I can't help it and, le- so. and let's let's not forget <laughs> Let's not forget Steve Berman and Ken Kniff. Either. Yeah, the skits on the the skits <laughs> on the album. Are, oh, yeah, <laughs> they're still funny. Yeah, yeah. So they hold yeah. up. Eminem on, a, on a different day, I might try and argue that oh, I can time capsule that, so it makes the racism and sexism and stuff all okay because it's like uh, it's like forgiving. Ah, oh, he's from a different generation. It was it was a different time, which is really not forgivable. Any, I don't but. think there's racist. Like, I don't get the racist stuff. The homophobic stuff is quite apparent. And it's still... uh, Homophobic stuff... This is a completely different topic, but just to cover it, like, a quick motion. Homophobic stuff is still quite very apparent in rap rap music today still yeah, yeah that hasn't it's them. it hasn't really changed it's still such a big part and i mean he, he tries eminem tried to rub it off in such like oh it's just the way we battled like you'd say hey f word hey f word you know would the you suck dick blah 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 would, would always just battle and he tried to cover it up by having of course um elton john come out and sing uh <laughs> stan at the yeah. mtvs or something like that being like yeah. i'm fine like it's not it's a non-issue but like he still says it to this day like if you listen to like his last albums like rap god has yeah. like a, a slur about it, the things on it there and it's the same time like i listened to that album when I, a couple of years ago when that came out and i'm still like driving along in the car and i'm just like uh i really wish he wouldn't say that but like yeah 
it's just it's such a struggle sometimes to any of his beef think, songs. Have you listened to any of his like songs where he's like, like any of the ones? Yeah, against, like, like he just says it. Yeah, Limp Biscuit yeah. or like Everlast yes. and stuff when he's like yes. making diss songs against people. Yeah, he, like it is like the pure thing like that he goes through like all the time. Yeah, it is the it is like that battle nature. Which yeah. I'm not saying I agree with it, but I mean, it it is what it is. But yeah, yeah. Jack four. Uh, number two on my list, the fourth song and the se- my second most favorite album of all time, and I think one of the great, like, undisputed greatest albums of all time is uh, Pink Floyd: The Wall. Just sure, I was about the- to yell it before you did. <laughs> Tom knew it was coming. Tom knew it was yeah. coming. Um, I just <laughs> undisputed. This is one of the greatest albums ever put together. It is a it is a, like a story. Like they, they made a movie to this album. Like they literally made a movie. And it is trippy as fuck. Yeah, it is fucking. But it is fucking. With Bob awesome. Geldof. Like yeah, Bob Geldof. God bless him. Um, that movie is just and the the whole album like from start to finish is is like a. It is. It's like a, a motion picture in in sound. It's um it's incredible the way that it tells a story of this this man and his experience and his life and his his emotions toward his father and his mother and and his battles and his demons and these things. It's um it is a really incredible album and and I've like I actually came like when Roger Waters came to Melbourne in two thousand twelve. I went and watched the Wall. Like he did the Wall as as a concert. Um mm-hmm, yeah. and just like unbelievable just an absolute like performance um the whole thing is just just unbelievable and there's some like or like the whole thing is a as a package is great but there was some magnificent songs on there like obviously um you know uh, one more brick in the wall um comfortably numb in the flesh one more brick in the wall is not a song well you know what it, whatever it <laughs> another is another brick, brick another brick in the wall sorry um <laughs> in the flesh uh, mother um, Goodbye Blue Sky there's some fantastic songs in that in that album and, and I recommend anyone who's shout out to Comfortably Numb as well oh yeah yes. Comfortably Numb yeah, is, is one of my favourite Pink Floyd songs um, even the tour they did with it is fantastic where they started the whole stage was walled off to the yeah. crowd and they just tear it down yeah the wall the starts concert. breaking down yeah oh, it's yeah. unbelievable mate. it's absolutely unbelievable um, I like yeah, I love it. It's it's a like I went into Pink Floyd through my my parents. They were massive Pink Floyd fans, and that yeah. that album is um is yeah like I said one of the greatest of all time and and my second favorite of all time for sure. Yeah, I, I went Definitely. to the show when uh, when Roger Waters brought it to Auckland as well. And it's it's magnificent, quite, isn't it? Quite interesting that like making a very similar sort of anti-war kind of political mm, statement. Absolutely, in two thousand and. Am I wearing the shirt today, actually? No, I'm not. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> making the, the same kind of statement in 2014 or 15, whenever he taught it, as yeah. when he wrote the music in the late 70s. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The, the pig, did you, have, did you always have the pig, the flying pig around, flying around the um, yeah. around the, the stadium? Amazing. Yep. It's just amazing. Yeah. Start to finish, that's, Jono. that's awesome. Hey, Nick. That, uh, sorry. That, Hi, Jono. That album. I haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah. I am mistaking for Dark Side of the Moon for the fact that I'm going to give you, and I'll give it to you later. Yeah, okay. D- Dark Side of the Moon was on like the, the top, like top 100 selling albums, um, basically since it was released. I think mm. there's been like and one or two weeks of of all time that it's not been on the top 100 selling albums or something crazy like that. Yeah, we can Dark Side we of the can Moon fact check that, but it just yeah, it would have to be rock albums, I think. Yeah. 
That is my favourite Pink Floyd album. Dark Side of the Moon. Mine too. Mm. Yeah, there's some more time, money, great gig in the sky, like that that album's Wish You Were awesome. Here. Yeah. Spoilers, and it's wish on you, my wish... honourable mention list. <laughs> wish, wish You Were Here was on today. Oh, that's right, it was on EP. Sorry. My uh, next one is another 2005 track, <laughs> uh, sorry, album. It's I'm Wide Awake It's Morning by Bright Eyes. Another one from the Seth Cohen starter pack, uh, Ash might remember. <laughs> yeah. It's... Uh, for people who don't know Bright Eyes, he's a modern folk musician. Uh, it's one guy, and his name's Connor Oberst. It's basically classic blues, American indie. It's just my, it was my introduction to modern folk music, and I always looked at folk music as an old person's genre. You know, kind of in, in that same area as maybe country and something a bit more old-fashioned. Johnny Cash, that kind of thing. I love Johnny Cash now, but it was a introduction to that style of, uh, I guess singer-songwriter and it was a major influence on my band in uni farewell summer uh and lyrically it's just so honest and so raw his voice is so different to anything i'd heard before like he wasn't a like american idol good singer he had a lot of character in his voice and which meant that a lot of there were a lot of comparisons to bob dylan like you read a lot of articles on connor oberst and it's like this generation's bob dylan or whatever which has turned out not to be accurate because he's more just his own identity in, in himself. Yeah. But uh, that album, I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning, it's a really great snapshot of that period in time with um, you know the war in Iraq and just the post-9-11 culture that we live in and yeah. I guess melding in his own internal conflicts with the drama that's happening in the world. I'd recommend anyone that's a fan of folk music to check out I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning. I'll definitely check it out, yeah. Hmm. Nobody else is interested in it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, Sorry, yeah, I have no idea. The yet. name sounds familiar, but yeah, I probably have to listen it, to a few tracks. The album was he released two albums in one month. One was called I'm Wide Awake It's Morning, the other one was called Digital Urn in Digital Ashes, and they both went to number one in the US. So it yeah. it is a very well known. You definitely know the song First Day of My Life. Um Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's probably that a simple plan song? No. <laughs> oh, Ashley, get out of here! Uh, <laughs> no pants, no helmets, just balls. <laughs> what an album! So my number two, I know, is on someone else's list. So I might just wait till they bring it up before I just get we get into depth. Good call. Why don't you bring it up? Because on, Ash, uh, stick your neck out. No, it's all right. Yeah, we'll talk about it in a sec. Well, do your next year album then. Okay, so my number one album. Uh, Cease to Begin by Band of Horses. Uh, Band of Horses is my favorite band, so <laughs> uh, it makes sense that this is my favorite album. Uh, you probably, I don't know if you know them, but uh, their most prominent songs are The Funeral or uh, No One's Gonna Love You Like I Do. Um, yeah, I, they're just a, it's just an album I can listen to anytime for as long as on repeat for like hours and hours and hours. So What's, what's yeah. the genre? What genre are they? It's like indie folk rock, I think is... I'd call it. What it was fo- it's just folk, folk rock. Is, yeah. 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 So, love them. <laughs> awesome. Fair. All right. I'm going to do my variable album. Today it's going to be. What's a variable that album? That's. It, it's, it's my variable This is the one that will change any day. Oh, okay. Yep. Gotcha. I think I'm going to go back to my favorite album from my favorite band growing up all through high school and for a good chunk in my adult life. Sure? Was ACDC. Yep. 
And my favourite ACDC album is Let There Be Rock, a Bon Scott album. That just the album is perfect from beginning to end. Whole lot of Rosie. Um, it's interesting that you pick a Bon Scott. Hey? It's interesting that you pick a Bon Scott album. Bon Scott is the better singer. Oh! Try to dispute it. <laughs> yeah. My mum would argue. Uh, ACDC is my. I'd punch your mum out. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> wow. I've had to listen to. Why? Why is it that you pick this album, Nick? Because it's not probably one of their more popular albums, for sure. No, it's just been my favourite. Like listening through all of them, like from the highs of Let There Be Rock to the lows of Flick of the Switch and Fly on the Wall. It's just consistently been my favourite album of their catalogue just kind like of my fly on the wall low compared to like what was their last album the fucking oh uh, rock or bust yeah that what? was bad rock or bust was their fucking worst album mm. <laughs> I try to forget that one exists to be honest <laughs> it's terrible <laughs> yeah um but yeah like at the time when they were my favourite band and listened to them every day they would be my go to album but yeah. on another day, if you asked me this question, it'd be on the honorable mentions list. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Right. Do you want to submit this? This is the album you want to submit for all time in your top five? Sure. <laughs> well, I do have an ACDC tattoo, so I think it should be in there. You do not. Do you uh, really? That's awesome. I do. Is it a Thunderbolt? <laughs> Australian yeah, Bogan over here. Jesus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell me what it is. All right. Tell me what and it is. And you're here judging it us it's, for uh, our choices, Nick. I am. It's the ACDC logo, Tattoo. I love you. Where? I love you so much. Thank you, Jack. Did you get that <laughs> one weekend at the V8 supercars? Or... <laughs> Is that the tattoo you showed You showed um, Stacey and then she's just like, you can have me. I fucking it love it you! Is my song <laughs> I'm on the highway to Nick! <laughs> Nicholas! <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Down to our last album for everyone. I'm going to start with you, Dylan. Okay. <laughs> I'm fine. Uh, my number one album of all time has been... is It was the easiest. Like, this was an auto-lock as soon as this question because it doesn't ever change. It is Razorblade Romance by him. And I feel mm. like I've already covered this at some point or yeah. Jono would have... I think we like John could have guessed this maybe. I feel like I've talked about this to someone. I wouldn't yeah. have known yeah. the album. Yeah, the we, that, we've spoken about him before. Heart cross pentagram thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That is the lamest logo I've ever seen. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, Mr. Thunderbolt fucking tattoo. This sees the man with ACDC tattooed to a fucking self. I'll get that fucking hardogram thing tattooed in me over a fucking Thunderbolt. <laughs> fucking um, horrible person. I like Razorblade you. Romance is the the best. It has some of the greatest songs. Uh, Bury me deep I can inside your to heart. It from, Fuck yeah. Yep, I can listen to it from start to finish, and then I can start the album straight away again and listen to it start to finish. And I can probably do it three or four times over, which I can't do for any other album. I would eventually just be like, I'd sign for something else. But and I've listened to this album more than any other album in existence. So it's just like an it's it's an it's an auto. It's an auto. It's amazing. I don't really have anything else to say about it. I've listened to it a lot. All the songs are great. I love it. Villavalo is my... I would fuck that man. <laughs> Wrong. Pick another top album. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Deep Shadows <laughs> and Brilliant Highlights, him. <laughs> I'll accept that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jono. My top album. Yeah, so I had a really hard time picking a Blink album. They're my Blink-182 are my favourite band ever. 
without question. Uh, so I did the cop out one and went with a live album because someone else was saying that we could do live albums. So I'm just throwing out the Mark, Tom, and Travis show. That was yeah. me. The cop Enema. out. <laughs> that is awesome. I have that. I that I have that album. That is. Is it the Enema Strikes? Is that like a greatest hits bit live? The Enema Strikes Back or something. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's their only live album that I know of. And oh, okay. Uh, it came out just after Enema of the State, so it's kind of a snapshot of who they were at that point before Take Off Your Pants and Jacket and everything after that. So um, some people would say it was at their peak, and it was certainly at their peak in terms of how popular they were. Um, now, well, now, it certainly to, wasn't their latest album. I have to ask yeah. you, Jono, as a, <laughs> yes. as a very prim and proper Christian boy... <laughs> What, what did you, what did you, did you stop listening after the song's finished or did you listen to all the extra bonus tracks? No, that, that, it's similar to, I guess, Dylan with the Eminem stuff. It was like, at that point in time, list. it was, I like, I loved everything about the album. Like the, mm. the jokes, like. Can the, you still listen to it today? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Like I have, like. I was, like, you know, it's. Yeah. yeah. I, I know what so you it is. You have the same issue I have, I guess. It's, it's. <laughs> It's dick jokes, and it's like hanging out it's with you guys. It's so funny. It is so funny. <laughs> like, I remember the it first It is not. Time. I do not say dick jokes. Okay. My humour is above that. Uh, my point is the, like... Are you saying you, know, you like us as much as you like Blink-182? <laughs> I'm saying like, it's... I'm not talking like no that answer. just because the I'm listening is to no. it. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, I always, I always found it so interesting when I've... When I, it's like, when I've learnt that your favourite band was Blink-182, I was like, really? <laughs> like... Really? Like Blink One Eighty Two? Like, have you actually listened to Blink One Eighty Two? Like, do you know what they say and do? Like, I remember found it quite um, interesting for your character. I remember the first time I listened to that album. I got that album for Christmas, and I remember getting it and being like, "Oh, okay, thanks, I guess." Like, I like Blink, but they weren't like my favorite band at the time. And I remember one day just putting it on, plugging in like the headphones, and listening to it in the stereo in the lounge room. And, and listening through the album, like, yeah, cool. Oh, and then it, then it kept going. I'm like, oh, hold on. There's more songs that, than it says on the thing. And listen, sitting there for like two hours, like listening on repeat, all of those like skit songs and the in like because it's like it'd be good if they did it. Be, it's got, like probably, outtakes, basically. Yeah, like, you could probably banter. put it on your computer and mix it together to put all of like the bits in between. The it's funny to me because I never thought they were a serious band. Like to me, Blink One Eighty Two were always a comedy band. Hmm. I always no, thought all of their songs were funny. Like no. I always found all of their songs <laughs> they, funny. Like they, the first time I ever saw them, a lot them of bands was, like, of that period, they had a lot funny, of those so. like funny songs, like skit songs. Like you know, yeah, a lot of bands of that that era had those songs. But they also had a lot of good punk rock songs. Mm. Uh, they were, they were they're very much the definition of pop punk for me. Like they were catchy. They were singing about breaking up with girls, and it was that teen angst that I really related to when I came across that. Which was probably a bit later. It was probably I was probably fifteen at the time, and. But it was, yeah, and the thing about it was that it introduced me to live, like what's special about live music, and all the songs they played way faster than the way they were recorded in the studio. Travis just went nuts, and you you could see the difference between him and their previous drummer because he was playing the old songs better than that drummer, and uh, like you, you talked about the banter between Mark and Tom, it introduced that aspect of entertaining, and the fact that. Blink are just a live band. Like if you've seen them live, it's so different than just listening to them on the CD. I saw them live and they're horrible. Well, <laughs> I like Blink One Eight Two, but when I saw them live, they were horrible. Nick, do what I have this? to remind you that you've got an ACDC tattoo? 
<laughs> Jono, how did you feel about Actually, Satan? Scratch my it? fourth album because I just realised I have a solid top five, and I don't know how I forgot this. Oh no! Scratch out the last album and add Ixnay on the on the uh, Ixnay on the ombre. Yep, very good. Yeah. Um, Remember the Satan stuff. This episode. So Sorry, just quickly that. on Jono's. On yeah, Jono. the Satan stuff. How did you I mean, feel it was about just Satan being in the album. I guess it was kind of it's it's similar like, it's like the South Park version of yeah, Satan yeah. basically. It is, isn't it's, it? yeah. it's just dumb. It's Do you like Tenacious D or? Uh, yeah, I like Tenacious <laughs> D. They're pretty funny. Yeah. Um, just <laughs> it's not something I'll listen to a lot. But hey, Nick, yeah. ask me what my uh, my fifth album is. Um, Please tell me. I'm going to say D Jack Tenacious and Ashley. D. You two can gush about your top album. It's next. Rise of the Phoenix by Tenacious D. <laughs> no, it's not. it is. We'll get to is you it? later. Tom. Is it really? It is. It is really. It's not. Well, it's not my favorite like album it. of all time because it's just five albums. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yours is but, in order. Yeah. But Rise of, Rise of the Phoenix is uh, is the last on my list of five albums as favorite of all time. And I, why is that? I think they're like musically incredible. They're funny. They actually um, are. Yeah. Like like Jack, yeah. Jack Black can sing like yeah. a madman mm. and, and yeah he's got K- some he's got some pipes doesn't he he's got some pipes kg is is fantastic on the on the guitar and yeah. dave grohl plays drums for them mm. like yeah he, he i find this pick drum. so funny like i i still I, why this album because i actually think it's their worst one that's the only one of these i haven't listened to uh i listened to it when it came out and i, I didn't think it was either as good as um <coughs> The pick, the pick soundtrack slash actual album, or they're just self-titled album. Um, I'm not sure why I chose this. It's probably again a pick. I could pick any of them to appear Destiny. on this list. Um, <laughs> I think, like it was a, an album that I didn't expect, and that mm. they probably shouldn't have been able to make after the pick of destiny was like the disastrous failure that it was fuck it's so good though it's it's, i I own on dvd like it's it's fantastic but we shouldn't we shouldn't have got this album which makes it even better i think like rise of the phoenix is a a great track obviously low-hanging fruit's quite hilarious low-hanging fruit is funny i remember when the video came out watching it i was like dear god Like to to be the best is like one of potentially one of my favorite songs, and it's only like a minute long. But if you yeah. want to get hype, just listen to that song. It's it's pretty amazing. I have um I know someone who every single whenever he has a party get together, they he grabs our guitar and everyone sits around and has to sing tribute. So <laughs> I'm quite I quite that's, aligned to that's just, me. <laughs> I'm I quite the aligned to just oh, and everyone has to take the shirt off for some reason it's like literally a thing he does that's all, I've seen so many uh, videos and been there <laughs> it's quite interesting so I think tri- I'm just going yeah I'd tributes go like the, the party from the devil tributes like the only song of theirs that I don't particularly like because it was absolutely really like, it was like I, I like or it or is it overplayed it was, just, it was so overplayed on the radio okay. and that's, well, I'll tell you what yeah. their that's best song is everybody it's ever called, knew fuck I can understand gently. that yeah <laughs> like no, nobody cared for um, yeah. the rest of the album or the music that they actually make it was like oh here's a cool joke song that's a song about yeah. another song um, what well, is fair it is their song that most people know but don't listen to like the rest of their albums I guess mm. Mm. like everyone knows of it no, yeah it's fair seen them live um, a number of times I bought like pic, like actual picks that are the picks do you love um, School of Rock as well yeah like good film movie. F- 
fucking love it. It's basically just like it's like getting more tenacious D about like tenacious D, but you get more Jack Black singing. Yeah. I had the yeah. the soundtrack for that guy, like the album on repeat for so that would be in my top t- like ten soundtracks is probably School of um, School of Rock soundtrack. Um, when like, there's a TV <laughs> version of that, they're bringing one out. Yeah. No, there is a TV version. Oh, like is it out? Seasons okay, or fuck off. I missed it then. I thought that it wasn't. With even James you didn't miss much. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't think it looked good. All right. Next, I'm pretty sure I'm going to let Ashley and Jack gush about their top album. So Jack, I think this first. is Ash, Ash's number two and my number one. Yep. Um, probably pretty obvious if you know much about me, but Linkin Park's Meteora is my favorite album of all time. Has my favorite song of all time, or one of my favorite songs, probably equal top favorite song of all time in Faint on it. Just just an awesome album like a, a, an incredible follow up to what was an amazing um, debut album in Hybrid Theory they just sort of set the bar again higher like there was just it was a cleaner crisper harder like some different stuff in there some awesome songs like Numb um, you know Hit the Floor there, there's just some great tracks on there really are like not well known tracks as well which are just fantastic yeah. um came around in like a really again seminal time in my youth i think it was in my it was in like year 10 or 11 in high school and it was just it sort of came to me when when that album like fell into my lap it was it was just it was i guess everything i needed as far as musically at the time i'd gone through the majority of my early high school years being like an emo punk rock kind of kind of dude and liking lincoln park enough like you know having heard their songs on on the radio and video hits and whatever and a meteora came and it was just, it was amazing. Um, I absolutely loved it, and it it, it 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 was the album that made me made Linkin Park my favorite band, um, and why I followed them sort of really closely ever since. Obviously, Ash, do you've got something else to? Yeah, yeah, that was <clears throat> for me. Hybrid Theory, Reanimation, and uh, Meteora are sort of linked because it seemed like all through high school In those Park. were the the three albums that were <clears throat> were constantly on rotation, like any school trip or any uh birthday party or anything those albums would be the ones that come out so Hmm. and especially obviously with the tragic events that have occurred like in the last couple of months with chester passing away uh Hmm. it's probably come more to the forefront again and i looked at it more lyrically and it's like really impressive um and then the other week i was i went out to see a lincoln park tribute show with a friend of the network buddy watson and uh (laughs) Just being in that crowd that night was uh, probably one of the best experiences I've ever had. Just uh, this, some of these songs I haven't heard in ages, and I just you just know the lyrics, and everyone was just yeah, it was pretty crazy, mm. crazy night. Yeah, I can understand <laughs> that. Yeah. All right, my I last album. What? Just to just to just to lock it in, we are. If you don't let me list off my 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 last five when you're done. And try and end the show. I will fucking fight you. You could just uh, edit this out after in post, Nick. <laughs> take a take a leaf out of my book, and when he offers you uh, your Twitter handle, just go through your honourable mentions. Good fucking job, <laughs> Tom. Thank you. Continue, Nick. <laughs> my top my top album comes from my favourite band of all time. I've seen them live ACDC five is. no five times. Every time they come out, or when they used to come out, I'd see um. Every one of their albums was good and just got better to their last album, their last studio album, which for me, I think is their best. Is this the Beard And it band? is the Beard album by yeah. the Beard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, reckon you, I reckon you could guess that even if you didn't know that the Beards was a band. 
It was it's so yeah. funny because I could I I was I could I reckon I could if we was predicting I could have predicted I reckon yours ashes Jacks um, and John I was right I would I I would have fucking no idea what Tom's was ever but yeah I would have got all of yours right like the artist yeah anyway. the tenacious day you say that after you know all their songs hey, after <laughs> all, you know all their albums no I just like yeah. know that that you're fucking fa- like your band yeah like the beards those who don't know the beards. Every song they sing is about beards, <laughs> and they <laughs> sing songs about beards. So why do you like they them, are... though, Nick? <laughs> Man, they just... You don't have any affiliation to beards at all. No, no. no. Oh, I they have the best like thing for you. They're more niche than Weird Al Yankovic. Razor. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how many? How many albums? They've got their market. And they have they, four studio they albums and one live album. How many times oh, have you seen live? live slash greatest hits? Yeah. So There's like fifty something songs about beards. Yeah, it's impressive, and they're all great. <laughs> and they're all great. <laughs> they know they honestly like, they are. They are musically. Is there any bad songs talented. about beards? I refuse to <laughs> no. believe they're all great. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> they are honestly go check them out. They have the first album is the oh. Beard album, no, the, the last one's a beard album, <laughs> and then the beard album. I have to think about it. And then the second one is beards, 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 and then the third one is having a beard is the new not having a beard. <laughs> oh uh, God, I do remember seeing them do a version of uh, ZZ Top's Sharp Dress Bands, which is very impressive. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they did it on a version on yeah. Triple J. And the drummer oh. in ZZ Top, his uh, surname is Beard, and he's the one that doesn't have a beard. Whoa! Yeah, uh, what a twist! Whoa! Mind blown! <laughs> that should have been on the twist. things you can't. That's a ten out of ten. <laughs> All right, that has been an extremely long episode twenty-six of Pleasure Explosion. I um, hope you've all um, enjoyed listening to it, and let us know which top five list you attune to most. Uh, over on Twitter at Explosion Pod. Remember to rate and review us and everything on iTunes. It helps us with analytics and all that kind of stuff. Um, you can find everything and anything and everything we do over explosionnetwork.com. All right. You can find Ashley at. <laughs> no, no. You can no, find motherfucker. Me. We're here. Hand it over. <laughs> Keys. You can find me at Ashley Hobley, A-S-H-L-E-Y, H-O-B-L-E-Y, where you can see my honorable vengeance, like the Foo Fighters in your honor, and uh, the color and the shape, Silver Chairs diorama, uh, Childish Gambino's camp and cul-de-sac, and say Bon Iver's for Emma forever ago. That'll do for And now. you know everybody else's Twitter handles. Thank you very much today. <laughs> fuck right <laughs> You can fuck right off, Nick, and find me, uh, TomDabom89, T-O-M-D-A-B-O-M-89, um, listening to some honourable mentions such as Random Access Memories by Daft Punk, um, The Darkness is Hotcakes, Bat Out of Hell by Meatloaf, Ooh, Dark Side of the yes. Moon, which I mentioned before, and a... Uh, it's a, like a greatest hits compilation, but Portrait of a Legend uh, by Sam Cooke. All right, you can find Jack at... You can find me at Cruzy underscore mate. Um, a couple of my honourable mentions. Dark Side of the Moon, Mark Tom and Travis Show, Dr. Dre's 2001, U2, Rattle and Hum, Octoon Baby, Bloodhound Gang's Hooray for Boobies, D12's Devil Knight, Jebediah's Slightly Odd Way, The American Pie Wedding Soundtrack, Empire Strikes Back and the Blues Brothers Soundtrack. Blues Brothers, good choice. I uh, I was going to have that, but removed it. And there's many more, I but I, I don't want to. It would take too yeah. long. Go on, Dill, before he cuts you off. 
You can follow you can find Dylan at Fever the Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> I, should, I was just going to cover Jono. Jono had to leave, so you can follow Jono at Jono himself. I don't know what his honorable mentions are. Probably the else. other Blink one. Tweet at him. You can say, hey, Jono, what are your honorable mentions? Blink 182 is to fucking check out. Uh, they're great. All of their albums, six to nine. All right. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Viva Ladil, V I V A L A D I L. My number six was Metallica, the self titled album. My number seven was The Free Will and Bob Dylan by Bob Dylan. Uh, my number eight was Living in America by The Sounds. Number nine, The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust by David Bowie. Good number choice. 10 was Because of the Internet by Childish Gambino. You can find a link in the show description to a Spotify playlist I made with all 10 albums. Put it on shuffle. It's great. I've been doing it the last couple of days. Woo! <laughs> Thank everyone. This has been episode twenty-six. Where can people find you, night. Nick? Where can people find you, Nick? People can find me everywhere. Everywhere in your hearts. If you search inside yourself, you will find you. <laughs> but only Nick. if you have a beard. If you don't have a beard, you don't know who Nick Pryor is. This August on the Explosion Network. If you want more of this good stuff, check us out every week on podcast services and YouTube. Pleasure Explosion, the original Explosion pod, goes up every Monday. Our PlayStation podcast, Platinum Explosion, hits on Tuesdays. And we get into some sports discussion with Grandstand Gurus each and every Thursday. Make sure to keep up with ExplosionNetwork.com for all the latest content, including weekly stream schedules, reviews and reacts, plus our Game of Thrones reaction show, South of King's Landing. Plat, plat. Next show... We'll find out. We'll He's find got out. it. I've complete yeah. faith. This is going to be the best episode ever. This is going to be the best. You gotta have faith. Well, I guess it would be nice if I could touch your body. I know not everybody. Got, got a body, body like, like me. Copyright strike. Wow.